Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this joint out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. I got from the name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn. Type in the keywords, The Big Brother Jake Podcast. Boom, you're in there. Going to be back once again. Um, this show is going to be a fun show. Um, you know, last week we talked about Kobe Bryant, my tribute. Uh, if you want to give in lieu of flowers or gifts to the families, you can go to MambaOn3.org. Again, that's MambaOn3.org. Um, I did my, my take on it and how I felt about it. And, uh, I'm, you know, in the healing process, like a lot of uh, Kobe fans out there. And, uh, it was, it was a hard episode to do, but it was one that was necessary. I thought, and we got through it. That was, that was pretty deep, but this week we're going to change it up just a bit. Um, I had the privilege and honor of interviewing three great young African-American males that, uh, have, their foot in the hip-hop industry and uh, in the culture. I am a huge hip-hop fan, and if you are a huge hip-hop fan, well, this show is a show that I think you'll enjoy. Um, first off, be my man, Black Stefan, a.k.a. It's Lit.LA, a.k.a. Steve Scorsese. And uh, he uh, he likes to do a little video production, if you know what I'm saying. He's put together a lot of good projects, put together my promo for my uh, podcast, and we got more things coming down the pipeline with him. Uh, but he's also been a musician. Uh, he's also done countless things in the culture. So we'll have him up first uh, as I conducted that interview, along with my man Michael Myers, a hip-hop underground, hip-hop legend, uh, worldwide phenomenon. I've been doing the hip-hop thing for 20-plus years and still grinding, still putting out dope music. And my man, All Flows Reach Out, a.k.a. Afro. He's an up-and-comer, but he is immersed in the golden era age of hip-hop, which is refreshing because a lot of these cats, you know, they're doing this trap music and mumble rap and all this stuff. This kid, you know, he's I believe he's like 20 years old, but he's done a lot in his young career already, and he grew up listening to golden era hip-hop. So those three interviews are, are lined up, ready to go, and uh, I'm not going to waste any time. So if you're into the hip-hop thing, this is the show you want to listen to. It's not Independent Music Spotlight, but it, it has that feel to it. So without further ado, I'm not going to make anybody wait, you know, why not get to it now? All right, in three, two, one, boom. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All right, so I said this uh, particular podcast episode was going to be interview heavy. Now, this brother that I'm about to parlay with real quick, um, 
he's a Dino kid, straight out of San Bernardino. So he's a uh, yes, Dino born and raised. Uh, you know, so there's already that automatic connection. And uh, if you're from the Dino, you it's like uh, West Coast Detroit. We work hard with blue collar folks. <laughs> <laughs> this man right here. I like that. I like that. <laughs> this man right here. You know, even though he's a Yankee fan, he still gets a pass. But he's he he made my video. Wow. He made my yeah yeah yeah. I know you're gonna like this intro. Just hold on, all right. Just calm your ass. <laughs> my man made the dopest ass uh, promo video for me. You know, got me eating tacos and okay, okay, all that stuff. <laughs> he's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. My man, Black Stefan, aka Steve Scorsese. <laughs> Steve Scorsese on the Big Brother J podcast. What's good, bro? Yo, what's good, bro? Yo, I can't lie, bro. <laughs> I I really I really like that Steve Scorsese thing a lot more than I than like I honestly wish to admit. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I hear that and I get instantly hype actually. Like <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be, man. You know, everybody like, I, I I appreciate it. I you appreciate know, it. Whatever I could do to make you happy, brother, you know, like everybody has a tag, you know, like you know, DJs have their certain tags or whatever. But my man, uh, you know, you you one of the dopest like videographers I've ever been around, and you need a tag, so I'm oh, a volunteer you, myself. And Steve Scorsese, <laughs> I mean, I gotta shout you out, man, because you're so dope. The whole world gotta hear your name. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, bro. I appreciate you. I always, appreciate you. always. And, you know, I'm gonna excuse me in advance. Like I'm still getting over this. It's cold. Like I've I've been sick all of 2020 so far. So oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like you, if if I if you hear a little cough in the background, that's just me getting. Yeah, go ahead like, and qualify that cough. <laughs> yeah, the last. <laughs> I'm messing with you. The last of the, look, just getting the last of the phlegm out. You know? What I'm no, I feel you, man. That, you know, I just got over being sick too. But I mean, I may sound like I'm winded. Half of it's because I got over being sick. The other half is I left my headphones in the car and my fat ass had to go uh, all the way down the stairs and back up uh, again. So. Little winded from that. that, you know. Well, I'm a fat man, I but I'm I, I've lost forty pounds since April, but I'm still going at it. Look, get it, get it, bro, get it. I'm trying, you I'm trying, I'm <laughs> no you gotta, doubt. You gotta get that fit. You know, if there's anything that uh, making sick, like getting sick, like makes you remember, uh huh, is that is like how terrible it is to be sick, bro. And like, if if there's any, <laughs> if there's any kind of motivation that I have to like get my shit together in terms of like my health and whatnot. Right. It was definitely like the last ten days. Like being sick over New Year's is oh, not—it's it, not the business. Getting getting your whole family sick. Like I got a baby. <laughs> yeah, my baby got sick. Beautiful dude. little baby. Was, yes, uh, bro. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Man, you, you so, realize yeah, your man. freedoms of like breathing <laughs> through your nose. Oh, bro. Like, oh, this is oh, freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. Oh, but man. I, I know I've gone way off the rails after, uh, you know, but you interjected <laughs> with being sick, Mucinex. So I know, I'm just my getting. Bad, man. <laughs> no, it's my all bad. good. It's all good. But I just want to, you know, give people a little background. My man, you know, he grew up in the Dino. You know, he, he's an avid Yankees fan, which we'll forgive, but he liked the Lakers, so this it balances true. out. You know what I'm saying? This is true. Hey, don't give I'm me a, a hard time about sad. the Clippers, okay? I don't want to hear I'm a, it. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I'm a little sad about Didi Gregorius not being a Yankee anymore, so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. You're going to get over it. Don't worry. I don't, I don't know. I'm That that one hurt me, bro. This one hurt me. DD not being a Yankee no more hurt me, but uh, but I digress. We'll, I, I we'll wish I could feel your pain. Talk about that I, 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 I wish I could feel your pain, but I really don't. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't be, you can't because the Dodgers haven't won anything. Oh, here we go. So. You sound like a Raider fan now. <laughs> Twenty-seven championships. How many you got? Like you six. Oh. I mean, I'm just, you know, yes. I'm just saying. We're the Atlanta Braves saying? of the 2020s and 19s. I get it, man. All right, I, I've heard enough. Yeah, you know. But, but look, Alex Cora had to cheat <laughs> twice. Once with the Astros oh. and once with the Red Sox, which you should have been cheering for us when they played the Red Sox and. Oh, you know I was. He's the link between the cheating and, on both and teams. And you let me down. And you guys let me down. All right. Hey, look, yeah, you're a good videographer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we we had discussion. Uh, what got shoot. you into the business of video, be, you know, being a videographer? I, man, I can't say it. Can you Video- school? <laughs> videographer. I got a Absolutely. college degree, I promise. You're a dope you know videographer. <laughs> your, your visions are dope. Your visions are so dope. You know dope. what it was, Yes. Though? What is you that? You know what it was? It was, um, it was, uh. It was me being a musician, really. Okay. Like, I, you know, I played music like all throughout elementary school, right. all junior high, high school. And then like the, literally the day I graduated high school, I met these dudes mm-hmm. um, that did music or like these dudes that lived on my block that did music. And like I wanted to do beats like ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> since then. So, all right. you know, I kind of got kind of got into that world after high school and mm-hmm. Um, you know, got got my ass cap and my BMI and all, you know, all that Blur. good stuff. Yes. And not that not that I was ever, you know, <laughs> a world renowned uh, artist or anything, but you know, you don't have to be to get the royalty like, checks, you know. <laughs> is that, look, exactly, exactly, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying. So I, like, I do. As long, look, as long as the ass cap comes in, that's right. When it's supposed to come in, we good, right? <laughs> so uh, yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, I was so I was just saying that like you know, the world of, of uh, kind of creating music and even like the world of doing like visual creations is not very far apart. It's not a big jump um, from one to the other. And like, you know, uh, cutting my teeth on like Pro Tools and like all mm-hmm. that good stuff, you know, a decade earlier, you know, till the first time I pulled up like Adobe Premiere Pro, it's like those, they speak the same language. So, you know, it just, it was kind of like a natural progression for yes. me. Yes. Um, like I just love, I love documenting things, whether that be, you know, the, via audio recording or, you know, through, through a visual medium or what have you, like, it's just something that I've always been into. So, you know, I feel like it was just kind of like the next progression of, of, uh, your creativity and whatnot. Yes. My creativity, my hobby, my career, all of that. Yeah, absolutely. And and let me tell y'all this guy, look. The promo was dope as hell, okay? I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it like because it's me in it, so I like it a lot. But what people don't know <laughs> in that, what, 8 to 10 hour span, that's like 1% of the video we took. Yeah, that we <laughs> that, shot, yeah. There's this, so much more coming, yeah, Absolutely, bro. and this is what I love about you, man, because you, know, you have a vision, and you're easy to work with, and I, I, I think, you know, this man right here, you need your videos done. You got to go to my man. Because he's the best, man. I'm telling you. And we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'm I'm, I'm, going to let you plug your business and whatnot. So what we were talking about earlier off the air, I guess you could say, Uh is that, you know, we're both hip hop heads. You know, you've you've done albums. You got albums out there. You've been Uh on. You got music on certain soundtracks. You want to plug the soundtrack you uh, you did some songs (laughs) on, man. Come on. Do it. Do it. Let the people know. Get that ASCAP money, man. I know. It's ASCAP money. Bro, you know what the very first the fir- very first placement I ever got, bro, was a Nickelodeon movie. Really? Called Fred 
breath called Fred the Movie, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. And it was just, you know, it was like this corny movie, some, you know, some kids. But, you know, what was funny is at the time that we did it, <laughs> it was like me, my, you know, shout out my boy Anthony Butler, my boy Tom Cliff. Yes, Tom um, Cliff. At the time we did that song, like we were working at this, uh, <laughs> this pharmaceutical <laughs> company. And so, like, this lady that we worked with, her son was, like, all into all those little Nickelodeon movies at the time. So, like, I remember when we told her, like, she had lost her mind, bro. Like, like it was like, it was like we had made it, bro. Like, like she, she came into the office. I feel like she, like, bought us flowers one time. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, she was on it. But, yeah, it was just like, you know, this little corny rinky-dink. Uh, Nickelodeon movie, the check, yo, look, the check's clear. So. That's all that matters, man. They spell your name right on the matters. checks. That's right. That's but, all that matters. But we also had, uh, there was a couple, you know, it was nothing like, nothing like, uh, you know, too huge. No. But like, there was a movie called Prada Tanada that we had a song. Right. There was like a couple TV shows. Um, yo, what was that TV show that Donald Glover was on what? back in the day? Um, the, uh, Scrubs? Or, or what? Not that one. It was another, it was that's another a huge TV show that he was on. I keep forgetting. Names. I haven't yeah, seen, I know what you're you talking put about. Me on the, you put me on the spot before I had a chance to go into like, I was thinking of Donald Faison, too, man. That's my bad. They're, we don't all look alike. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Don't say it's the white wow. side. Don't you say mis- it's the white side. Mis- I want to hear it. you mistaken all the, all the black actors. I know black Glo- actors, Donald Glover, man. That's Atlanta. <laughs> my bad. My bad, man. You know? I'm just- yeah, no, but there was another TV show he was on. Where he was like a college kid, I forget what. The oh, name community, was community, like, community, community. Yes, yeah, for Chevy show. Chase. Had, yeah. See, exactly. I got it right now. Yeah. I made up for go. it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. It's early there in the morning go. for me, man. I ain't had no sleep, <laughs> so, yeah, working three yeah. jobs, bro. <laughs> hey, don't. Even... <laughs> <laughs> don't even trip, bro. Don't even trip. It's okay. Look, I... I told you this is my this is my morning constitutional. I'm literally like uh, I'm so washed right now. Like I'm walking through my neighborhood. <laughs> With a strawberry shake in the joint, like this, this is guy. old house. This is like I'm not even forty yet, but this is like forty the the plus forty California vibe. Yes, right it now is. Yes, I'm, it is, man. And, that I'm living out in my life right absolutely. now. Absolutely, live Beautiful. your best life, homie. That's what I'm saying. We with my man. Live the best life. <laughs> we with my man Steve Scorsese here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So as we went, see, this is what we do, y'all. We we'll get to talking about something, and everybody that knows me, I, I have. I'll say it. I don't give a damn. I have a mind of like a woman because like I have, when I talk, I have like 7,000 tabs open like a computer and I'll just go left or right. Shiny squirrel back to it. Oh, you don't even understand. But you can keep up with me though. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, hold on. Part of that is though, is you know my you know my boy Darren you know absolutely now we, uh, we hung out at so, the Kings game the other night he came exactly, through exactly exactly so you know me and Darren we also do a, a podcast Midlife Marauders yes promote fans. that Shout out. promote yeah, that yeah we about to about to get that up and running yes next you month. are but like what we've been doing is like we usually get together on Wednesdays and we record like these tests you know, videos yes. just to make sure that like the vibe is all right. what we want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. And like whenever we go back and watch it, it's like, dog, we were supposed to talk about ten different yeah. oh, topics. Yeah. We didn't touch we didn't touch <laughs> on Mary, not one of them. <laughs> right. Like and we just jumped like that's the one of the one of the things that we talk about <laughs> that we like kinda like interject into the into the show is uh 
what's uh Deborah Cox? Remember that Deborah Cox song? Yeah. How did we get here? Yeah, nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here. Yeah. Like that's that's what we that, that's the song that we play whenever we get like deep into <laughs> one of these rabbit holes. Like, son, how did we even get here right oh, now? Oh, that's like, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like that that what we call you, we call it we call it like because we're both eighties babies. You yes, know of we course. We both grew up in the eighties. Yes, and I feel like eighty like ADHD was like. <laughs> kind of like a sign of like our generation so like that's what we call it we call it eight like eight zero eighty hd bro ah, like, that's, that's clever it. we got eight that's it man because like that's look all those video games all those yeah. all that <laughs> all that mike tyson's punch out <laughs> oh <know>? man <laughs> back in the 80s bro it it, it look it, it messed up our uh it, it did you know, our synapses somehow. I don't know. We jump from, <laughs> we will jump from like one topic to over eighty other topics to the next. And, and that's all right, man. And speaking of topics, and that's all right. <laughs> I, 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 I will keep us. I, I will get us back on the rail because I'm very guilty. So you I know, we're, we're both. <laughs> so do I. So we're, 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 you know, we're both very big fans of golden era hip hop, and like the yes, late sir. '90s, early 2000s. You know, being a videographer and whatnot. I think the culture in a, as a whole has lost mm-hmm. the essence of making a dope music video. Like Hype Williams is one of my favorite like video makers of all time. And yeah. I personally think like with the way hip hop's going, I'm not going to knock all these. You know, I don't want to sound like the guy that wants to knock the young kids because there's a lot of dope artists out there. Uh, later on this, this uh, episode, we're going to have the homie Afro come on and he's dope as hell. He's a throwback. He, Yo, he, I- Yo. Yo, I peeped the I peeped some of the uh some of his videos. Yeah, actually. kid is he, ill, right? Was, He's ill. I was I was actually really impressed. I was very impressed. This man's been on the Tonight Show. He's in the movie The Breaks on VH1. And he he's coming up later on in the episode. So there there are kids out there that are dope as hell. But well, you know what it is. You know what it is? here's what it really is. Tell bro. me, <clears throat> is we we finally live in an era where all of that stuff can exist together in right. one ecosystem, right? Uh-huh. Like, before, before that wasn't the case. Like, right. remember I told you, I graduated high school in 99. That's when I, like, started doing, uh, you know, beats and, like, music and right. all that kind of stuff, right? right? And in that era, the, you know, the internet was, like, brand, brand fucking yep. new. And we knew, we knew that the internet was going to have a huge impact on the way, like, even, not even just the distribution of music, but the creativity factor. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because what you have to remember is simultaneously in that era was when like digital music started coming along. Right. Right. And so like, that's what it did is like the digital era made it, it made it so like your, your level of entry into like being able to have your own studio right. was a lot less than, what it had been previously. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, you sir. didn't have to have a real to real. You didn't have to have oh, I remember those. like a huge, a huge board. You didn't yeah. have to have those things. You know what I'm saying? You can literally get fruity loops onto your yep. Yep. <laughs> onto your desktop <laughs> and be, you know what I'm saying? And be doing stuff. And so, you know, and now you can now like with the with the way technology is pro- proliferated. Ooh, is big like, word, Dino. Come on, I'm out here, son. So <laughs> But like what the way, fun, kid? <laughs> <laughs> but the way like technology is proliferated is it makes it even easier. So like, yo, you can make beats on 
your iPhone. You could be I've making this on your iPad, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I do that too. Stuff that was completely unheard of, you know, 15 years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that same, that same thing is happening with, uh, with the video game right now too is like, yo, because of, of Adobe, like, yo, I can edit video from my phone mm. on my phone and be adding like, you know, all of my color grading and all of my, right. like all of those little steps that go into making a complete video. I can be doing that on my phone now. Like, man. and that would, that's un, that is unheard of. It's so, crazy. Yeah, man. So like, the one thing is what what you were get I think alluding to is I hope that the creativity follows what the technology is allowing. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So meaning that it every video doesn't have to be a kid sipping lean or a kid, you yes. know, like exactly. look, we all flashing jewelry. All, yeah. That's uh. and that's look, that's cool when I feel I feel like that's an element of hip hop. Yes, of that course. Is always going to be there. Right, those show will always at, be at there at some point. Yes, but you know, I think the dope thing, the, the dope thing that you, the, the possibility that I see, is that you know now it doesn't have to fit into that same aesthetic all the time right. because the, because the reality is is that you know a kid that lives in Idaho, you know what I'm saying, wakes up and sees the world in a very different way than I do from like waking up in Long Beach. Word. And like, yo, I want to see that. Like, if you are a kid in Idaho rapping, I want to see you tipping cows. <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see like what that lifestyle is about because just as like, just as uh, a city lifestyle, you know, from city to city varies. Right. Like, yo, when you go from like the city into like a rural place, like, yo, that aesthetic should be entirely different, and there should be things like create creatively that those kids should be able to do that me living in a city, like should, I, I don't even have the opportunity to really you right. know what I'm saying, to, to know that life. And I think like, those are the, those are the kind of opportunities that, that you hope to see um, with like the proliferation of technology in to like our creativity is like you, I hope it just means that there are more creators like really coming out there and really doing doing their thing because you know it's like look consuming is great <laughs> consuming art consuming art is wonderful you know what i'm saying but like there's really something special about when you are able to put your vision your creative vision out there mm -hmm. in a way that other people who normally wouldn't have you know known who you are seen anything about your life like now they're able to see it like now that's something that's that's uh you know, that's able to put, be put out there. You know what I'm saying? And, right. you know, we live in the age where, like, people like to complain about shit. It's like, yo. <laughs> All the time. You know, like, <laughs> you know, even even with, like, the way hip-hop sounds or the way videos look. Yeah. But it's just like, yo, if you are an artist, I don't want to hear you say that shit anymore. No, like, you, you have bro, the, the liberty shit, to do whatever you want and be you creative. Dude, do you want to be the rap, like, <laughs> if you want to be the rap, like, you know, Albert Einstein and rap nothing about like the theory of relativity, re relativity. There's going to be a market for that, bro. Like, Absolutely. No, there, there's I, a market for everything, but I think what it a is market for everything there is. And, and I really think that people nowadays are scared to go outside that square because then they think because they're not doing the mumble rap videos and stuff like that, producing like these high, you know, quality uh -huh. videos 
they're not going to get picked up or they're not going to be noticed or they're not going to get hired. But there's a niche for everything. There's a niche for everything. But here's I think that that's the difference between like before and now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is like, you know, because we all have access to the Internet, because everybody, you know, everybody with an iPhone or everybody with a with a galaxy, you Mm -hmm. know, has access to like you have direct access to like the world wide web, son, like at any moment. (laughs) So it's just like it's just like you have to be able to like the whole thing isn't about going on Facebook and complaining about why rap doesn't sound a certain way. If you have that talent, then bruh, make rap that sounds the way that you want it to sound. Exactly right. And put it out and put it out there. Like it's really that simple now. You know what I'm saying? Like my my boy Darren that I do uh, the podcast with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like when this was, I want to say like 10 years prior and we were, you know, working on, working on an album and like, you know, things weren't, things weren't as open as what it is now. Like, right. again, sure, the internet existed and like, but, you know, I think like people, especially people that were doing it on their own independently, were mm-hmm. still trying to figure out like how to best utilize the internet to get in, to, to really get on. Right. Um, but now like with these streaming services, like anybody can have a SoundCloud, anybody can have something that shows like a platform where you can display your art right um or whatever it is that you're putting out there right absolutely um and like that really that just wasn't the case you know 10 years ago right and so and even if you were trying to get on what what you have happening is you have a whole bunch of artists that are still relying on they're still getting their cues from like the commercial market on what Ugh. they should be sounding like. Yeah, and it's terrible. It's terrible yeah. direction. You know what I'm saying? And it's a terrible direction. Instead of just saying, you know, like I still remember making <laughs> doing beats for dudes that, you know, their their music was not going to be heard by anybody outside of like their immediate right. neighborhood. Right. And I still remember being in sessions with these kids talking about, oh, we need we need a beat for the ladies. Uh, or we need a beat for the club. No. Or we need because because <laughs> bruh, because that's the thinking. The thinking is is you're still getting your cues yeah. from this commercial market yep. rather than rather than being completely authentic to yourself and saying, like, yo, we're just guys from this small town and like this is what we do on a regular weekend. This right. is what our lives look like. That's what's missing and in the, like, in, in the game. And, and and I'll tell yeah. you I'll tell you this, I've scrapped entire albums. Like I've recorded like twenty songs, and you know, trying to appease women or appease you know right. the hip hop heads, and I'm like, man, this is garbage. This ain't me, you know. Real quick, because right. um, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, My bad. No, 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 no. It's me. I I talk all the time, like too much. But I want to get. I, 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 this is a question I want to ask you. Man, tell your homie to shut up back that we try and do a podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you get on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Rough, rugged, and raw. That's how we do things. That, that's how we do things. Look. <laughs> My man Black Stefan, a.k.a. is one of the dopest. Yep. Yes. <laughs> My question to you is this. If you had the chance to work with any artist to make their music video with your vision, who would it be uh-huh. and why? Oh, that's a good one. Look at that. You know who it is? Who? Like, bar none. Yes. 
So I'm not saying, and I'm not at all. And you don't have to say my name. It's I, okay. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I've already, I've already worked with you, so that I can oh, scratch that one off. Yeah, the bucket list. Yes, bucket list. list Absolutely. Yes, you, you can die now. Yes. <laughs> that was off the list already. So we're good. We're good there. Word. But you know what it is? And by no means am I saying that this person was the greatest rapper. Uh huh. Like I, I will never ever make that claim. Right. Uh, but you know, I've been like, you know what it was? Here's what it is. And like, I'm really, I know I'm really qualifying the answer. Yeah, you are. Just follow, <laughs> just follow, just follow me for a second. Okay. I got so you. like 2018, 2018 was a year that I felt like recently where like a lot of really good music came out. Like right. 2018, like that whole year, yeah, it's a, good, a good lot artist. of really good projects yep. ju- um, dropped. Yep. And because of that, when 2019 came around, like I completely kind of just new music. Like I actually went back and listened to a whole bunch of old, like 90s hip hop. And uh-huh. like even, even back further, I was going back into other genres and like jazz and blues and like all kinds of stuff. Right. But mm-hmm. one of the artists that I continued, continued to continue to come back to uh, because their sound was crazy. And then like, I would always think about the visuals in their, in their, uh, in their music videos, uh-huh. man, bust around. I, I knew you were going to say not, that. Not even, Why did I think you were going to say question. that? <laughs> it's not even a question. His videos like, were so way, dope, man. His videos were super dope. Yes. He worked with Hype Williams a yes, lot. Hype but Williams. also you have to remember, you also have to remember the era, right? Like, yes. That that era was the, that was oh. the era of like the million dollar music. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Where the budgets like, were crazy high. The budgets were crazy high. You know what I'm saying? You were just getting and like it was just unleashing like people's creativity on like a different level. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. even even if you would have a scene in like a Buster Rhymes video where it was like we're smoking or we're drinking or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was always so much more going on yeah, in those videos. You had to watch it like three times that. to catch everything. You had to. <laughs> you had to. Like everything in his videos. Like, I mean, I can't name and I'm talking about I'm talking about like, you know, his first from his first like four albums. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, I'm right. talking about like the coming when disaster strikes, uh extinction extinction level events. Yes. Like those especially those three. Oh. Um Come on, bro. Yeah. Like, he, was, he was killing the game. Is, oh, my God. Like, and so, you know, uh, also his, the way he wrote his lyrics made it easy to, like, oh, no. kind of go in and out of, like, your idea of, like, whatever idea it was. is because, like, he could stick to a theme, right. but it, wasn't repet- it would never be repetitive. At all. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, and there's so many different, like, visuals that he would give. Like, that's, man. Dudes that like literally like in the English language we say stuff like uh, we usually give like visual metaphors to like people that speak with clarity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, and that's just you know that's the way just the way we think. Like, yo, even if like if we had a dream, like I would say, yo, I see you in my dream. You know what I'm saying? And because I didn't physically see you, but that's the metaphor that we use when you know when we see things like very clearly and like i would say like buster ron's definitely his wordplay definitely like fit into that you know what i'm saying it's like 
he would say something that you could visually see the concept right. that, that he was really trying to express and get across. And not many rappers like had that ability, uh, especially because like his thoughts were super abstract as well. Right. Like, yeah, they like were. Buster Rhymes was definitely not like your run of the mill. No. You know, I'm going to say things in the same way that everybody else. No, dude is mad them, creative yeah. and he's yeah. out there. And that's what's so good about him. So, yeah. But yeah. That, so, yeah. So, Buster Rhymes. If I, okay. had, if I ever had an opportunity to work on any artist's uh, music, it would definitely be him. There it is. My man, it's lit. Not LA, aka Black Stefan, aka Steve Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> He's here yes, on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more uh, visuals with you. And uh, maybe uh, I can yeah, talk you we, into we doing gotta, a music video for me or something. You know, music uh -huh. video. We are, uh, we got to do some videos for your for your podcast yes. as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to have a video component. Uh, so definitely holler at me, man. Let's put this shit together. All right, let's do this. Thanks for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, uh, we got you. Got to have midnight, midlife um, marauders. Midlife marauders. We, we gonna, well. yes, we're gonna have all of know. us on, and we're gonna do like a synergy podcast. Where we'll broadcast, no, you know, on my on my platforms and your platforms, and we'll make it happen. Look at this little simulcast. Word. You know See, what I'm that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm that's, with it. that's how we I'm do it. it. That's how we do it. I'm with it. Thanks for coming on, homeboy. Man, thanks for having me, bro. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Y'all want to thank my man Steve Scorsese for coming on the Big Brother Jake podcast. He dropped a few gems there, and I thought it was pretty dope how he uh, explained the process of creating dope visuals um, in this industry. So thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate that. Up next is my man. He is one hell of a dude, one hell of a musician, and you'll get to learn about the great Michael Myers right now. You know Mike Killers is straight savage. Carson, California, Pat straight cabbage. All right, up next here on the Big Brother Jake podcast, this my man right here, the man that actually gave me my first album credits ever, one as an engineer, one as a producer. He, he's a legend, underground legend, worldwide legend, started on the Wake Up Show with Sway and Tech. This man's from Carson, California, Cabbage Patch Carson, the man, the myth, the legend, my boy. Michael Myers is in the building. What's good with it? What's good with you, man? How you been, bro? Man, it's been a minute, man. First of all, I got to show you love because as I was saying to that intro, sorry if it wasn't good enough for you, you know, production uh, budget's not that good on this show. But I will say this, man. I appreciate you so much because you made a lot of my dreams come true in music. Just giving me them credits, man. That was like everything. It's like a bucket list thing. So for, off the top, I got to congratulate, you know, thank you for that and show love, man. Uh, no doubt, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you coming through for me. So, you know, you grew up in Carson. What what got you into hip-hop, man? What, what what was the first artist that that you watched or listened to and you said, man, I want to do that? Um, It's kind of hard to say. Like, you know, you, you grew up the time I grew up, born in the mid-'70s. Um, you know, hip-hop came out, you know, and you heard Sugar Hill and Sugar Hill kind of put the put the bug of hip hop in everybody's ear, right? Um, and then, you know you had the East Coast flavor. You know you had your you know your Grandmaster Flash, Furious Fives, and, and um, you know all the different groups that came out early. You know Run DMC, 
you know, BDP, Daddy Kane, Public Enemy, but it really wasn't until I heard um, Easy E and NWA to where I felt like I could do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It right. was like it was some guys that sounded like the the guys where I'm from. Right. Talking about the stuff that I knew about that I felt like I can do it. Okay. So you you get influenced by Easy E. You you're submerged into the hip hop culture. You fall in love with the music. The year 2000 comes along. It's been a long time coming. Your first album. Tell me about that process. How did you decide? All right, this is what I'm going to do. Make this happen. We're going to do this album. All the producers on it. It's the 20th anniversary, by the way. So yeah, it, it was a, it was a journey, man. Before that, like like I didn't really start rapping until like '93. Okay, and then I used to DJ before that. Okay, I, I didn't even know some, that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> always been a massive hip hop fan, but I was more of the you know um, technical side of things. You know right, what I'm right, so, right. Um, around ninety. Three, I started writing raps. Matter of fact, I wrote my first rap to uh, Onyx Throw Your Gun. <laughs> That's a dope, uh, I had to, you know, track. remember the singles? Oh, I do. Yeah, it was the, it's the, the song on one side, the instrument on yep, the other. Yep, yep. <laughs> so um, I was on a plane right ride back home from college, man, and um, that the, the, the instrumental flipped over, and I started <laughs> I started writing to that. And then um, I kind of fell in love with it. And then... Um, a guy by the name of Rascash from my neighborhood, oh, yeah. you know, on his way, you know, making his ascent. And um, so I was in the studio with him and going to radio shows and different record labels with him. And I kind of got the bug for music. And so, you know, hits the wake up show. And then I got on the wake up show and things kind of happened faster than I expected. So I went from being a who the hell is this guy to, <laughs> you know, everybody want to know this guy. And so, you know, I had a couple, I had a record deal in 96 and I thought it was going to go through and then they closed their urban music department. And then mm. I was kind of at that point, just kind of looking for a deal and, you know, kind of gave up on music for a little bit. And then I ran into my man, DJ Redmatic. Right. Like I got a guy over at this record label called Blackberry, which become became Yo Boogie later on. And, um, I, I met with him and he heard the first verse of the first song I played. He was like, I want to sign you. And, um, and we started working on it's been a long time coming man and it was kind of um it's, it wasn't your traditional way to make rap or make, make an album because it was basically like a collection of verses that i already wrote right and then i was just kind of putting them to beats you know what i'm saying it really wasn't until my second album where i started really knowing how to write a song right and, you know and getting everything you know succinct up until that point i was still kind of a, you know still new to the whole like i used to write songs but a lot of those joints was just, you know, me trying to get my rocks off let everybody know how dope I was. <laughs> I, I didn't know if I was going to get another another chance for a record, so I tried to put it all in that. So right. uh, it, it happened to work out for me, man, and 20 years later, here I am. And, and it still holds, like, you know, I, I still bump it, man, because I, I, I'll say this, like, I've always been a fan of yours before we became friends. So, like, when we, like, eventually met up on Twitter and whatnot, when I was with the Stephen A. Smith show, I was like, yo, this is like Michael Myers. This is the homie right here. Like, I've always been a fan, man. So I've always admired you. Just know that. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you, you've always had that dope wordplay. And, and what I also love about you, man, is your production. Like, the way you craft beats is ill, man. Like, 
I, I I wish I could have a tenth of that damn uh, talent that you got. Like I can't even mess with See, you. I mean, it, it really came. It really came from the DJ, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Just knowing what works, what sounds good, what doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And and what's best for like for like what I like to rock to. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. I'm like I said, I was born in the '70s, so like that whole Isaac Hayes. You know that type of you know Al Green organs is kind of right. my my, yes. my forte. You know what I'm saying? I really been heavy on strings, so <laughs> I used to listen to you know like I would really like sit there and study like Curtis Mayfield and yes. and um, even Barry White and you know the Love Orchestra and how they just you know put stuff together sonically. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the instruments and things that they use. So I try to incorporate that into my production being that I can't really play music. Right. I kind of play by ear. <laughs> right, right, right. So I can't, I can't read music. But, <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I can definitely sample the sound and kind of play it on the pad. You know what nah, I mean? Yeah, you, you, you kill it with that, man. I, I, like I said, I've always my, admired your production. You're like a, a one-man shop. Like, mix it. You can do everything, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it came out of necessity, man. It was yeah. the point where I was, you know, trying to shop for deals and, didn't have money to pay producers and didn't have this, didn't have that. So I had to go for self, had to learn this, learn that. So it's kind of how it worked out. Word. So you got to work with two of my favorite MCs of all time, Bumpy Knuckles and the great Chuck D from Public Enemy. Now, I'll yeah. start with Bumpy Knuckles. That's off your first album, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. You, you walk into the studio. You, you do that in New York City. What's the feeling when you walk into the studio <laughs> and you see Bumpy Knuckles there, man? Here's the funny story. Okay. Was I'm at D and D. Oh, damn. And <laughs> you know, yeah, the the great D and D studios. That's right. Legendary. Bumpy's like, nah, we're going to the Primo's room. Ooh. DJ Premier. So Prim okay. Yeah. So Primo had a room there that nobody recorded in unless Primo was there. Oh wow. So he gets on the phone and he calls Primo. He's like, yo, oh. we're about to use your room. I got my man Mike Myers from LA. Here, he, and Primo was like, oh, Mike Myers, that kid is ill. Oh, that's <laughs> so, crazy. <laughs> so, mind you, at that point, I hadn't met uh, Premier yet. Oh, so, man. I was just, I was kind of just in awe of the whole thing. So, right. while I'm at D&D, J. Rue is there, just in the lobby, chilling. Right. DJ Evil D is there, just Damn. chilling. And so, Legends. when Bumpy gets there, he kicks everybody that's not black out. <laughs> For real? So he, he walks in, he's like, if you're not melanated at this point in time, you need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, damn. And, and ain't so nobody record, messing with Bumpy because he's swole, man. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody moved like immediate, right? And That's so, crazy. And so uh, what bugged me out was the two dudes that I was with was white. <laughs> so they had to leave, and the dude that was writing the check had to leave. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, so he left, man, and we started. We sitting there, and we just kind of talking. We're not even writing, like, right? So I think we booked, like, I don't know, eight, nine hours or whatever. Uh -huh. And um, we just sitting there talking for, like, four hours. Wow. And he's just telling me story after story about his, you know, his, his journey through hip-hop. And I was just, I was a sponge. I've always kind of been a sponge, man. So like, I just kind of was listening to like, you know, his thing. He he gave me a lot of good advice over the years, but at that point in time, he was like, he was like, yo, I don't usually do songs with cats, just so you know. Right, They're yeah. not like in my circle. I don't really, I don't really mess with them. But like, you know, I heard your stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm down to do it. You know what I'm saying? So um, so we got down. We wrote it and 
he was like, I got a hook, you know what I'm saying? I hope you don't mind me doing this hook. And I'm like, nah, bet, do what you do. Right. So, you know, we did that, and that was cool, man. And that was kind of, you know, the, my introduction to, to a long, you know, a 20-year friendship now with, you know, with Freddie Fox. Damn, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Kick everybody out. That's yeah, it was funny, made. though. Like, like, and I was, like, no low-key nervous because I'm, like, I'm in, you know, I'm down in Manhattan. Yeah. It's my first, it's my first time in New York. And, you know, I was, I don't know, 22, 23 at the time. So, right. you know, and I was still, like, new to the game. So, like, I didn't, you know, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to just roll with the punches. Right. <laughs> yeah, this turns out. <laughs> oh, man, you listen to the homie Michael Myers on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So, <laughs> you get a chance to work with him. You know, you, you cut your teeth in the game. You drop a few more albums. And I'm kind of fast-forwarding, I know. But... I know how big of a, a fan you are of Public Enemy and Chuck D. And you, you get yeah. to know him, you become fast friends, okay? Tell me what it's like working with him. Like, he's one of my favorite of all time. Yeah, so, like, I was a, like, Chuck D was an idol of mine when I was right. a kid. You know what I'm saying? I first heard, you know, Rebel Without a Cause and Bring the Noise. I was kind of like, you know, I want to be that dude. You know what I'm saying? And then, right. you know, watching him in interviews. He was really, you know, very well spoken and very eloquent and whatnot, and very passionate about, you know, hip hop and black culture and so on and so forth. So, you know, I happened to meet him. First time I met him was at a, a book signing that he had. Right. And so I met him. Um, his DJ at the time, DJ Johnny Juice, right. was somebody that I knew that did cuts on my record. Okay. So when I met him, he was like, he knew who I was. He was familiar with my work. He was like, I've been a big fan from afar. I kind of like the way you kind of navigate through social media and through the internet. We should definitely work. Wow. And before I can even ask him. <laughs> That's so dope, <laughs> So, man. And so that particular day that I met him, it was at the Grammy Museum. Okay. And, and he was like, yeah, we're doing a concert later for Occupy, uh, Occupy LA, which was uh, Occupy Skid Row, excuse me. And... Um, he was like, you should come through, be on stage with us. And I was like, man, that's a dream come through. So I'm like, I'm with it. You ain't got to tell me twice. Hell no. So, you know, I met him. I knew Flavor Flav yeah. before because I used to do music for, you know, the Flavor of Love. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into so that for sure. I knew Flav and then, you know, I knew, I knew some of the other people that he worked with. So it was cool. But I'm on stage, man, and I'm like, mm. you know, 14 years old all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. so... You know, from that, I just started going to different things with him, and he started inviting me to different things. He invited me to the induction ceremony for when they got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm. And he kind of put me in a circle where, you know, I felt like if I don't ever sell another record or do anything else, I kind of made it to the pinnacle of what I wanted to anyway. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get to be amongst my idols. So he put me in a situation where I was the MC for the Kings of the Mic Tour. And the Kings of the Mic Tour was Public Enemy, De La Soul, mm. LL Cool J, Ice Cube. Damn. All my favorites. You know, all of my favorites. <laughs> all right? my favorites. All like literally yeah. all of my favorites. That's so up. dope, like, man. It was like being in, you know, all I needed was Fab Five Friends on Saturday morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I was, you know, he put me in those circles, man. So I've been very, very fortunate to, you know, to be a contemporary of one of my childhood idols, man. And that in and of itself is, is rewarding enough for me to, 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 to humble myself to know that I've, I've been very fortunate in my career. Damn, that's so dope. So hypothetically speaking here, you know, you've, you've done a lot in your career, man, you know, and it, 
inside outside of rap, you you've done even more things that that are, that are mad admirable, you know. But if you had unlimited studio time and all the resources in the world. Who's the one MC or group of MCs that you would love to record with? If I had it my way, your way, um, yes, I would want to do a posse cut. Okay, with Black Thought, Feral Monch, Voice to Five Nine, Crooked Eye, Damn. Um, MOP, <laughs> and, and Freddie Fox. That would be a dope ass collab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it also, also I would throw I'd probably throw Scarface in there. Yeah, I was waiting for the Scarface. I know you're a big fan of his too. I am too. Yeah. Super duper big fan. That would be a dope cut and throw you on there. Man, that'd be like instant classic, homie. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So but like I would love you know what I'm saying? it's a lot of people I like to work with. Um and um but though that that group of people, those individuals, man and probably be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I also would love to do a joint with De La Soul as well. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I would love, you know, who wouldn't want to have a Drake beat? You know what I'm saying? Hell no, man, I'm, I'm telling just, you. <laughs> just, 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 for, just for West Coast nostalgia. Sake, right, right. Um, You know, I would love to get, you know, and I'm, I'm working on some things now, man, to where I may I may get a Pete Rock joint. I may get a Alchemist joint. That I've, I've what? Talk to and work with. For Breaking years, news really on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Got to it. It's just a matter of retirement and, and making sure that the shit is right. But, Damn. Um, you know, um, like I said, I've been pretty fortunate, man. But if I had it my way, it would be those, those those individuals that I named. Okay, you get those individuals. What what producer are you going to have? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're about to get a Pete Rock joint and an Alchemist joint, I mean, damn. Like, the Primo <laughs> joint wouldn't, wouldn't hurt either. Oh, but, at all. Um, <laughs> And like you know, what I'm saying like it's it's it is it's funny for me. Like I'm not I'm not like a I'm not one of them dudes that like I don't like to force. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't like to force things. So like right. I could have had a premiere track, and it probably just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as good as it's supposed to be when right. it, when you get it done organically. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, of course. So, of course. Um, and I'm not I'm not I'm not one to like you know prostitute my talent. So like I don't have. <laughs> stuff with people right and i don't have to like oh i'm gonna pay you this and you know if they don't if it ain't right i don't feel it i don't do it right you know what I'm saying? I, I used to be that dude when i was a starving artist trying to you know right. come up and i would do songs with everybody and it just would you know i'd be like man that shit whack you know what i'm saying <laughs> so um i told myself that i wouldn't i would put myself in a position where i didn't have to do that so um so a lot of collaborations that i could have had or should have had and probably will have right just hadn't happened because it just universe what ready absolutely and and this is what i'll say about you it, having engineered some of your songs um you are and i've worked with a lot of people okay and i'll say this much you get shit done so quick like one take or a quick punch in and like you're done like on to the next i think in one night we knocked out like four or five songs in the studio and I'm sitting here yeah. like, all right, man, like I was playing like an eight hour session. I was like, man, let me yeah. get some snacks. I bought snacks. And we were done in like two hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't I mean it started like I said, when I started trying to do demos on my own right. and I had to pay three hundred dollars oh, yeah. for two sets of oh, reels yeah. uh-huh. and you know, I could only muster up enough three you know, enough time for three hours in the studio <laughs> and it takes an hour and a half to, you know, strike the reel and yep. you lay on lay on the tracks yep. playing them two tracks at a time. So, you know, don't leave a lot of a lot of time to put the songs down. So 
I always make sure I try to come in the studio ready. You know, the songs are already memorized. Yep, I may you... have to kind of look at them for reference, but um, I try to be ready, man. So, like, you know, now that everything is digital, it don't take long. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? Three hours from me could get nine, ten songs. Oh, absolutely. And I've witnessed it, man. And and I got to say, on a personal level, you know, I'm always appreciative that you did that joint on my first album. That has been a never no, was. No that, that was so dope. Like, I'm like, man, Michael Myers rapping in one of my beats. This is ill. You know? And, no, it's dope, man. I, I, like, I appreciate it, man, and all the, all the support you've given me, man, on, on the sports show, too. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? It's Got automatic. People. A whole different fan base for me, too, so... Real recognize real, man. And speaking of beats and whatnot, you know, your music's not only heard just, you know, in the hip-hop game, your music's heard everywhere, like you were mentioning. Flavor of Love, you did some music. You know, you do a lot of music for a lot of shows, man. Um, tell the people what some of the shows that your, your music's been featured on that they may not know that it's you. Um, to take you back a ways, um, you know, Room Raiders and, you know, oh, wow. uh, my 16 year old pregnant daughter, whatever that show that okay. he had, uh, Flavor of Love, the Kardashians, wow. uh, uh, I Love New York, um, uh, most recently I've been on um, Scandal, wow. Grey's Anatomy, CSI Miami, CSI New York, NCI, NCSI, whatever that show is, LL Cool J. Yeah. Um, a lot, man. It's, it's kind of hard to say, man. It's, <laughs> I be looking at my. Sometimes I look at my my ASCAP statement and I be like, damn, I didn't even know. That, you know, <laughs> listen that to him. It was on that. He, got, you know he has saying? to look so, at his ASCAP statement and remember what song. Right. So like, <laughs> I can tell you mine with one hand. Food. Zero. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, man versus man versus food was a big joint. Wow. Uh, the show chopped on the food network. Okay. Chopped uses a lot of my stuff. Okay, now um, you're starting to show off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to remember some of the some of the older stuff. But um I was pretty lucky, man, like back in like I wanna say oh three, oh four maybe, um, I had an opportunity to do music licensing and one of the dudes that, you know, put me in the game, he was working for uh, an agency at the time and they right. were looking for different music and so I just sent him instrumentals of like my first two albums and then you know, I started kind of, you know, my ASCAP money started kind of getting better and better. So, uh, I was like, oh, this is dope. So, then he, you know, went on to bigger and better things, and he started working for Getty Getty Music. Right. So, Getty Music owns Getty Images, which is, you know, every picture you see on TV is through Getty. So, that's how I started getting the bigger shows. Okay. You your scandals and your crazy anatomy. Damn. Things of that nature. Um, yeah, I'm a so, huge scandal fan, by the way. So yeah, me too, man. Um, and you know, so it's just it was kind of one of them things, man. It's kind of it's different now because you know the, the labels are kind of caught on, and that's kind of a way that they break their artists now. Is right. you know television shows and whatnot. So it's kind of kind you know it's kind of clogging up the lane a little bit for me. But um, I'm finding other ways and other avenues, man. There's a lot of different you know avenues and outlets. Like I got some some things going on with Netflix. Absolutely. Every other year. So I've been I've been fortunate and lucky enough to kinda make a name enough to where I can get a meeting at least. You know <laughs> there you go. Then once it you know, whatever happens, happens. But um but at least I can get the meeting. So I, I can say that and you know, a lot of people can't say that. 
Word. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. So, Mike, tell the people if they want to check out your discography and where they can find all your music past, present, where can they go to find your music? Uh, you go to my band camp, man. So you can go to www.michaelmyers.bandcap.com. Uh, you can also go to my website, michaelmyers.com. Um, I just recently got, you know, my, my older stuff, my first two albums up back online. I took it off for a minute because uh, there was some issues with iTunes, issues with Ooh. a couple of digital sites where they were selling it and I wasn't getting paid for it Ooh. for whatever reason. Okay. So I, I took it all down. You know, I took it off of Pandora, all that stuff, and then I kind of, I kind of relaunched it, or whatever. So, um, so yeah, you can find it on, you know, all your digital sites, you know, uh, Spotify, and uh, Apple Music, and and um, <clears throat> whatever digital retailers is out there. But if you want to go get the whole discography, uh, and want to be helpful and, and supportive for me, Bandcamp would be the best place to go. Okay, so yeah, do that, everybody. Everybody, check out my man Michael Myers. You've already heard him all over the place with all these, these shows he's been on, you know, so <laughs> check out check out some of his classics, man. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Mike, as always, man, it's always good to talk with you. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, you know, and if you ever, uh, you know, need an engineer or something, uh, just let brother know, you know. Video camera, yeah, for camera sure, man. Side, I'm, you know, I'm down. <laughs> I'm starting to, to kind of work on some 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 new stuff. Um, I kind of took a break after my last record, just kind of just reflect. Yeah, and that last song was dope. Yeah, I try to, I try to, you know, I'm, I'm in a different space creatively now, so I know, like, you know, a lot of my core fans probably didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But, you know, most of the music, most of the music I make, you know, what I'm saying you won't get right now. Listen to it right now, right? But you know, I try to make time and stuff. So, you know, five years from now, you listen to it and be like, "Oh, now I see what you're talking about." Well, see, I'm telling you, this last album you did, I think I felt it more personally. You know, with all the stuff I'm going through, but like, it's it's so different from what you've done. Like, I think it's your best work. I, I'll, I'll just say it. I mean, you've worked. Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, I, I think so too. I just, I think the growth as an artist um, is there. I was I was you know no pun intended, but I was really focused on <laughs> trying to, trying to like really be an artist and not be so much like, you know, everybody knows from the braggadocious kind of battle raps or whatever, but, right. um, I, I remember sitting talking to Andre Harrell and he was like, man, you don't have a man in the mirror. You don't have a dove's cry. <laughs> That's man. what you need as an artist. You right. know what I'm saying? So I was like, I kind of really took that to heart. So, um, and I was going through some things at the time too. You know, I was in a situation, right. you know, with with a, with a job that I didn't, I really didn't like. You know right, what I'm saying? And, right. and and was going through things with family and friends, and and you know, growing. You know, I hit the 40 mark. I'm you know 45 now, but it was you know a lot of things that I kind of wanted to get off my chest. And I knew if I was going through them, other people was going through it too. So, you know, I was trying to give them a little bit of truth and then a little bit of the you know reality of. It, it, what we go through as we get older and right. how we can you yeah, know, get a, better from it. It's very grown-up hip-hop album, you know, and, and, and I love it. Focus. Follow one course until successful. My man, Michael Myers. We're going to have you on again, man. Anytime you want to yeah. promote any new projects or you just want to shoot the shit, man, you got to come on, bro. You're no, listening definitely. to the Big Brother time, Jake bro. Podcast. Like I, said, man, I appreciate the support all over the years, man. You've been real consistent. <laughs> and um, I can appreciate that. Any down, yeah, homies, dope to have the homie sure. Michael Myers. Come on the Big Brother yeah. Jake Podcast. Um, man, he's done it all. He's worked with a lot of people, and you know, he's just getting started. 
you know, and if you love the Food Network or you like Scandal, you've heard his music. So, thanks again for coming on, big homie. Next guy I have coming on here, this kid, he's one of my favorite MCs that's up and coming, but he's dope as hell, and uh, there's no kid out there right now that can mess with this dude. Uh, the great Afro, all flows reach out, coming down right now. All right, now this next guest we have on the Big Brother Jake podcast, man, let me tell you about this kid, man. I first saw him on VH1's The Breaks. Over 3 million views on that movie. That was a dope-ass movie. He's been on a Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. The Tonight Show, y'all, come on. He's straight out of Bellflower, California, West Coast stand-up. For the man, Afro, all flows reach out. What's up, Fro Thizzle? Peace, peace, peace. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the program, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem at all, man. No problem. All right, man. So, look. Most rappers your age, and you probably heard this a million times, and you can shut me up any time, you know, you want to. But, like, most rappers your age, they into the, like, mumble rap and the, the, the flashy braggadocio jewelry and drinking lean and all this stuff. But here you come, straight up throwback from, from my times, you know, back in the golden era. And you respect the game, you respect the culture. What artists influenced you to rap the way you rap? I got a couple I could think of. All right. The main one I remember, um, I was nine years old, and uh, it was Rakim. I would say he was the first one that did it for me because wow. <laughs> my mom, my moms and my pops, they had like tapes and when I, like and CDs when I was five. They had Biggie, Pac, and you know Nas laying around. Right. So I I knew I wasn't supposed to listen to those. Cause <laughs> parental advisory and all that but right. I was like, you know that's what made me want to listen i was like yo so so and the covers too everything just looked yes, dope. so yes I, I checked it out and i remember being young but loving the sounds and shit you know right. so i was like yo this shit is ill and but rock him when i was nine i was say I, I was on youtube randomly surfing uh -huh. and i came across microphone theme oh and and i was like i want to do that whatever what he's doing i want to do that man well once you hear that dun 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 and man that just gets you hype you know I remember I went crazy. <laughs> I was the first time I saw it. I saw the video. I was like, this is insane. What right? I'm watching. Yeah. Wow. And Rock Kim. I was blown away. Yeah. I mean, you hear Rock Kim, you know, he's the god MC, man. Like, he's the standard of hip hop. You know, you, 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 you that's the standard. You can't beat the legend. Rock Kim is just the dopest MC out there. I don't care. Like, Ice Cube's my favorite rapper. I ain't going to lie. But, like, he's 1B compared to Rock Kim. I just got to say that, you know. And Cube is influenced by Rakim, too. Absolutely he is. See, you you know your shit. You done your homework. <laughs> a lot of cats yeah, Rock, don't know Rakim that. Rakim is a lot of favorite, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. You're damn way. right. Same with G-Rap. Same right. with Cool G-Rap. Cool G-Rap is another one, man. Road to the Riches got me. You know, that was what, I think 88, and I was 12 years old at the time. And I heard that, that piano riff, and then him just going the hell off. I was like, yo, that kid's ill. And I'm like, man, I... I was like wishing I was from New York at that time, but you know I grew up out here too. So, but yeah, man, G Rap, Rock Kim, all them cats, man. So and I remember, I remember when I was thirteen. Um, man, it was this Xbox three hundred and sixty like live station. They had different types of music right. genres, and, and they had an amazing um 
old school hip hop station. So I was like 13 and they had Black Moon, they had oh, Wu-Tang, they had <laughs> every, like all the under, like ill underground dudes. And I got, I got, um, I looked a lot of people up through that too. I have right. like a big, huge underground hip hop shuffle. So I learned a lot of MCs through that. Okay. And then there I actually discovered, shout out to my big bro, Already Rugged Man. Yes, yes. And then, so I was around 13. I heard his joint at the LI's Finest popped up. Yes. And then that made me look him up. I was like, yo, this is ill. That made me look him up. <laughs> and then i heard um uncommon valor and i remember that blew my mind right so so since then he's been like Dan, like my favorite mc like in, in a way like my favorite mc yeah. okay okay so you but know. That, that age yeah i was going on to Gangstar, and like yes. all those guys were popping up for me that during that time like kane all those guys yeah see that man you you write my wheelhouse dog that see i could talk this could be a nine-hour podcast man i'm telling you because like I could go on this all day long because those artists, man, they were like the soundtrack to my Saturdays cleaning the house when my mom was putting it down. Like, you need to clean the damn house. And I'd be throwing on some G-Rap. I'd throw on some N.W.A., Kane, KRS-One. That was my, actually, I'll tell you, that was my very first hip-hop concert was uh, Boogie Down Productions. Nice. Yeah. What year? Uh, that was 1990. They had just did Love's Gonna Get You. And um, the the MC that opened up for them was Young MC, okay? (laughs) He came on the stage. They booed him off. This is uh, in San Bernardino where I grew up. Yeah, the uh, National Orange Showgrounds. He came off, looked like he just woke up. He was in sweats. He was like, hey, what's up? Uh, Had to look at a piece of paper. What's up, uh, San Bernardino? Man, they started throwing pizza at him and stuff. He did bust (laughs) a move and left. (laughs) And then uh, KRS-One came out, Boogie Down Productions. D-Nice was still DJing with him at the time. And he killed it for an hour and a half straight. Nice. Yeah, it was dope, man. It was dope. You here with the man Afro here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So we'll fast forward a little bit. So you get the bug, the hip-hop bug at nine, you know, Fast forward a little bit to like age 17, you're really deep into the culture, deep into the, the, the music, and you decide you want to start flowing. Who put you on? You mentioned it earlier, but I want to hear the story about Ari and, and how everything went down with that. How, do, how did sure. that lead to that? Like, tell, tell the people. So I'll try to wrap it up in like a good, like short way, but um, well, you take your time I if remem- you want, brother. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, bef- before I before I met R, I remember what I what made me really. I was like fifteen or something like that. Okay, I was I was making mixtapes by myself. I was making the rap rhyming the Wu Tang YouTube beats and, okay. and Jay Dilla and stuff like. Can we curse? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just checking. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah, so I was 15, um, doing like little mixtape joints and like Wu Tang beats and stuff like that, rhyming to those, and I made a bunch. So okay, I, I had like I put little stuff on YouTube here and there, and um, I remember. So I didn't get to meet Ari until I was early 17. Okay, and um, what how he heard me was he was doing a little rap contest. What? And um. I remember it was like like late 16 and uh he, he never heard of me yet he didn't know who I was and um I remember I had gotten into a really bad car accident mm. like a week after my birthday okay and uh and I was in the hospital probably on the third day or something like that and I remember going on Facebook and people were tagging me like yo fro already put your song up you put your song up <laughs> on his Facebook I was like word he was like yeah you put your song up I was like oh shit wow so, <laughs> so I checked and yeah he put my joint up he was like yo this kid is really dope it's gonna be really hard to beat him and I was like, oh, shit. So I commented. I was like, yo, oh, I'm just a big fan. I really appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you for the shout out. And he was like, yo, um, 
he 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 commented back like, "Where are you from? Where are you at?" And I was like, "Y'all, I was living in OC at the time okay. in Orange County." Uh-huh. I was like, "Y'all, I live in full. I'm I'm in Fullerton." And he's like, "Yo, um," and then he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna message you." So he messages me, and he's like, "Yo, um, let me fly out there and let's have a meeting. Bring your moms and let's just have a meeting." Oh wow! I like, wow! I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, okay, <laughs> That's crazy. so we we did like the two first freestyle videos. And mm-hmm. then he was there for like a good a, a few days or a week or so. And he was like, yo, I want to sign you. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, shit. That's so, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So he took me under his wing pretty much. He signed me. Right. And then right after that, it was like a domino effect. He gave me like a list of my favorite producers and MCs. Mm. And he was like, yo, um, uh, give me a list and we'll go meet them and then, you know, knock that out. Okay. And then I gave him a list. I gave him a list. He's like, yo, I know like 70% of these guys. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, damn. <laughs> so it was happening. It was happening super fast. Who's on that list, man? Tell, tell us who's on that list. Man, so I had Primo at the top oh, of the list. DJ Premier, Primo. Yeah, and then I had Pete Rock, mm. I, you know, yes. my favorite guys, you yes. know, and then, um, and then, uh, you know, I had a uh, Jizza, I had a uh, Feral Monch, mm. you know, and, and a bu- you know, a bunch of these guys and, and you know, KRS, a lot of these guys. And I really got the, he, he made that shit happen. It was okay. like a domino effect. It was like a domino effect. It was really crazy, man. Like, it was happening super fucking fast. <laughs> you listen to the homie Afro here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. All right. So you get that list. RA is able to make that happen. Who's the first one on that list that you meet? Damn, I'm gonna have to. Damn, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, okay, who's the most memorable I, one? If if I can go there, then who's the most memorable one? Who's the one that I'm you just say, geeked out really hard when you saw? Him? I'm Primo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Primo. Yeah, I, I I fucking lost my mind. I didn't expect that. I didn't think that could actually happen. I was, I put him on the list. I was like, you know, he's on the top of my list. I don't think I'm gonna be able to meet him. But yeah, he's right. on the top of the list. And then, yeah, R.A. made that happen. Oh, I was like, holy man. shit, man. I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> man, next to Dre, that's like my favorite producer. I, I would have lost it, too. I remember I tweeted him like three years ago because I'm like an audio geek. And we were talking about like audio shit. And uh, he hit me back. And like I still saved that tweet <laughs> because I geeked out over that. I can only imagine just meeting him in person. That's funny because that's how I am too, man. Even still to this day, whenever these guys leave me like a message or something, Word. I still screenshot it and have it on my phone. Right? Because <laughs> it's like these are your heroes, man, and you just you geek out hard. Like it's crazy to, to to do that. So you meet Primo, and what's he tell you, man? Like when you first meet up, we meet him, and I remember the first thing he said was, "Yo." You're nice. He's dope. <laughs> I if, was like, wow. If he's saying that, then, you know, because uh, earlier in the day, I, I was talking to my homeboy, Michael Myers, underground legend here uh, out of Carson, California. And he said the same thing when he met Primo, that he was just like, yo, <laughs> Primo said I'm nice, you know? So that's got to be a crazy feeling because he's worked with Guru. He's worked with KRS-One. I mean, he's worked with everybody in hip hop. And to see Oh man, everybody not, think uh, about yeah. your favorite rapper you probably work with. Yeah, exactly. So for him to say, man, you nice, man, that's gotta be like, what the fuck? That's gotta be a and, crazy feeling. And the craziest thing besides that to me was um I got to be in D D for one time before they demolished it. They wow. they, they, they demolished D and D and relocated. And um I remember being in D&D because before I even met him, I was going up this elevator and I went in D&D and there was this crazy energy. Right. I believe in like spirits and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. And, and energy. 
So I felt like that. I felt like, whoa, there's like that type of spirit type mm. of energy in there. I was like, holy shit. I felt it was heavy as right. fuck in there, the energy. I was like, well, like, like, like there were just people that like weren't like, you know, like some legends were there or whatever, you know, I was just like, wow. <laughs> I felt it. And I was looking at gang star plaques. So oh. I was like, and I still didn't connect it. I was right. like, where the fuck am I? I'm like, where am I? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I was retarded. I was, I was like, looking at gang star plaques. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're just like, man, what, what, what are we doing? What, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, boom, you meet Primo, and then you start talking and wrapping it up. So, man, that, that's dope, though. That, that's a great story, man. I love that. And just, I, I would have geeked out. Like, I met Cube at the Laker Championship Parade in uh, 2009 because uh, I worked in sports radio for a long time, and he was at the parade, and I got a chance to go on the stage where he was and, you know, just to chop it up with him. For a good 15 minutes, I was like, man, this ain't really happening. I had to, like, record most of it just to feel, you know, remember the moment. So, like, to have that moment and being around all your hip-hop heroes and, and working with them, man, it's got to be a great feeling. So, with all that being said, dog, who's, like, the one MC that you've worked with recently or, you know, since you started that you were like, damn, I can't believe I'm actually, like, in the studio with this cat? At first, it was all right. I of remember course. that feeling. That- <laughs> But I'm going to say um, I got to hang out and work with Sean Price. Oh, wow. For a whole day. Um, <laughs> two weeks before he passed. Damn. I'll never forget that morning, too, when, when, when I heard the news. So you actually got to hang out with P, huh? Yeah, I got to. He was on the, my list, too. He was on the top of the oh. list. So I was like, yo, I got to meet P. He was like, oh, yeah, we can. Or he's like, yeah, we can make that happen. Damn. And yeah. Yeah, we picked we picked him up in the ta- in the taxi at his uh, Brown- Brownsville, <laughs> right, Brooklyn. Okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, we got we got the vibe in the studio, and I, I just got that. And at first, before we made a joint together, really, and before yeah, and before uh, we made the joint, I remember asking Ra. I was like, um, Ra was like, yo, go ask, you know, we're here, go ask Peter, you know, hop on a joint or something. I was like, word, he was like, yeah, go ask. He's like, yeah, go ask him. I was like, yo, I can't front him, shoot to ask him. He's like, I'll go ask him. <laughs> So I asked P, yeah, I asked P, and um, I remember Psycho Less was there. He was yeah, the Psycho Less beat nuts, yes. Yeah, we did a beat on we did a beat on his joint. He was just playing beats for us, and, wow. and me and P were just geeking over some beats. And I remember loving one beat more. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yes, yeah, did I ask P?" And then he was like, "Yeah, go ask him, man." <laughs> and um, I'm like, "Yo, P, is it you know? Is it cool? We could hop on this joint right here." And I'll never forget it. P's like, "Man, I'm on your joint." <laughs> I'll never forget that man. That is and so that dope. His, he was writing on it. He was writing his verse on the iPad. I'll Damn, never forget it, man. I'll never forget it. That's like one of the dopest stories I've ever heard, man. Like I'm like 18 year old me, like right now, imagining wanting to hang out with all my hip hop heroes, and here you are doing it, man. You know, a kid from LA going out to New York, all these New York legends showing love, and yeah, man, I'm be on your joint. That do you understand? Like, can you like? understand what you're talking about right now like the concept is so heavy to me that you know you just with these legends are like yeah man yeah you dope man come on <laughs> that's gotta be crazy ill to you man <laughs> yeah it's a crazy feeling man i'm telling you so you you you, you record with p and you do all this other stuff how is it you got from doing all this dope music with all these dope musicians and hip-hop artists to being on the breaks the movie the breaks with vh1 so breaks was dope. It was a dope situation. Um, 
I was hanging out with Primo's manager a lot at the time. And uh-huh. Primo was scoring the music for the show, uh, for the movie. Right. And uh, he was like, hey, um, the manager was like, hey, Ian, shout out to Ian. Yes. And he was, he was like, hey, I can get you um, an audition for the breaks. I can get you an audition. I was like, word? I was like, oh, shit. Because he knew I wanted he knew I wanted to act and stuff. He was like, yeah, I can get you an audition. So I was like, dope. That would be amazing. So he got me to audition. And thank God I, I aced the audition. And I, you know, and I, I landed the role, man. You know? That's dope. Yeah, because... Really dope situation. Uh, that yeah, because I, I watched that and I didn't realize, man, you, you because you're very mature, I didn't realize you were so young. And I was like, man, this guy can flow like you know, I I I've been following you from that and I was like, that scene where you threw up though, man, I've been mad at you. <laughs> I love it, man. I love that scene. Yo, real quick. Okay, we, had yeah, do, yeah. we had to do we had to do three takes of that. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yep. I had to throw up on it three times. I remember because I sat in the car and then he's like, All right, this is the scene where you throw up on it. I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, he's like, It's in the script, you throw up on it. I was like, Holy shit, I'm about to I was, he, so he gives me like a, a a bottle full of like grapefruit chunks and oh like, god yeah so he's like you gotta you gotta huck this up and then throw it on her I was like are you serious and I look at her and she looked pissed I was like yo I was like I was like are you sure you cool with this and she was like let's just get it over with I was like all right I was like all right word so <laughs> so I had, I had to do that shit three times bro. Oh man, because I'm sitting there watching that scene, man. Y'all gotta check this movie out. It's so funny. It's dope, dope ass movie. But like when you roughed on her, I was like, man, I'd have been mad as hell. <laughs> and then three takes on that, huh? <laughs> That's... I think I remember seeing the Charlemagne tweet. He was like, oh hell no, this fat ass nigga threw up on his dick <laughs> like that. I was like, I was funny. <laughs> oh, you, you listen to the homie Afro on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So the movie gets good reviews. You know, you're like at 3 million views on that movie. And, and it was well done, by the way. And you did a damn good role in that movie. I got to say. And I ain't just saying that because you're on here. Because I would be honest Thanks, with you. Thanks, man. I'm critical of myself. But that was like, the, that and the show were pretty much the only acting jobs I've ever had. And so, you, you, know. you killed both. So, so far, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you got more coming down the pipeline, man. There's plenty of time for you. So you, you do that. And then, man, like the pinnacle of late night, you go on a Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. Do you understand how big that is, man? Like, I know you do, but I'm saying the Tonight Show. That, that's like Johnny Carson. That's like yeah. I was about everything. to say I've seen Johnny Carson. <laughs> Jay Leno. Stuff. Yeah. I've seen Jay Leno. Yeah. And, and yo, and real quick, I um side note, actually, I I met Jay Leno backstage. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said he's he. I never. I'll never forget it because I was looking. My head was looking down after I just finished rapping. I was yeah. walking backstage to my room. And then um, a, a hand like just pops out in front of me. He's like, "Hey, you were great. You did a good job. That was great. <laughs> or, or, you're a dope, or something like that." I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, "Yeah, you were you were dope, or you were great, something like that." And um, I look up and it's fucking Jay Leno. I was like, "Oh shit!" I jump back. I was like, "Oh shit, Jay Leno." That's so dope. I was like, I think I called him OG. I was like, "Peace, OG." I call you, oh, you know, original, you know, original gentleman, original gangster. He's like, "Oh, oh nice." nice. <laughs> he probably was happy you called him that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. What was dope about that whole thing? Because I'm big into freestyling. I, I, I thought it was dope back in the day. I, yeah, I'm washed up now. But like, you know, Jimmy Fallon's just like getting words, and you just going at it and going at it. And like the people that were watching with me were like, "Yo, this kid is ill." I'm like, "Right? I've seen this cat, man. I've heard some of his stuff, man. This, this kid is dope, man. I'm telling y'all, he's the future." And we were all geeking out how you were doing that, man. And and, and what's that feeling like? You on the main stage at the Tonight Show, 
Bellflower, California in the house. Like, what's that feel like, man? Yo, so I, sometimes it feels weird to me because, you know, I'm just a regular, you know, it's, it's amazing what I've gone through and all right. that. But I just, I still consider myself kind of a regular guy. Yeah, shit, yeah, you're so. down to earth as hell. I know that. So, so, so I, I do, I do love it though. When people roll up on me still, like, bro, what's up? I'm like, oh shit, what's good? You know, like that's <laughs> that's cool. I, I never like steered any like fans away. Nothing right. like that. I'm not no diva. Or nothing no, like that. no, 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 no. But uh, it, it's really, you know, sometimes it's crazy. I'm like, I still remember being just a regular Bellflower kid, you know. And right. um, even before I, like, kind of, like, wanted to write and shit, I just remember being a young kid, just, like, cool, just kind of goofy and shit. And then I remember writing in middle school and all that, like, late elementary school, middle school. Right. And started writing shit. So it is it, it is crazy to, you know, think the shit I've done so far, you know. Yeah, and, and there's much more coming. And that, you've been around the world now. I mean, you, your music and your skills have taken yes. you around the world, yes. man. What's your, what's yeah, that was another thing I forgot to thank all right, you know, on here for. Yeah. You know, all right, when he took me under his wing, you know, after um he heard, you know, he said he wanted to sign me, he took me around the world, like, almost immediately. Mm. Like, we just hit Europe, did a Europe tour. You know, I was like, right. wow. So he took me, he literally opened me to this whole new world and shit. You right, know? right, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy when you travel, the things you learn and, and the, the places you go, how it could influence you and influence your music even because, you know, it, it opens your mind more, you know? You know, I was a youngster in the Navy traveling around the world. That's different because, like, it wasn't as fun, you know, as, like, my music taking me somewhere. But, I mean, to, to go around the world and be like, man, my music got me in said country, wherever you're at, that's a dope feeling, man. That's got to be a dope feeling for you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, so I'll say this, man. I know you were in New York, like, for a while, like, putting music together and stuff, man. What you got cooking coming up for us, man? Okay, so um, I don't have a release date on the album or nothing like that. Uh -huh. But um, in the meantime, you know, I'm just putting that together with the label and all that shit. Right. And then uh, we're just going to work on I'm going to probably hit the fans with some more videos and shit like that. Okay. And some singles and all that. So I'm yeah, going to work on those. But the album is just getting mixed right now. Oh, you know, okay. That, you know, so it's getting mixed. It's going to get mastered. And after that, we're good, you know, and it's for the fans, you know. Yep. And you sent me a couple of joints. We're going to play these right after the uh, the interview, man. Um, yeah, I got two. I got two new um, videos out. Um you know, they're just little fans, little videos for the fans. And right. Shit. One, one called Grandmaster Fro and one called twenty, the twenty twenty rhyme. Right, right. No, I peeped those and those are fire, man. And and the joints you sent me are fire too. And I'm make sure we play those joints for sure, man. But, bro, let me tell you, it's been a lot of fun having you on, man. Um, I was gonna try and see if you can do a little freestyle here, you know, but I, don't, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot like that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, only if you want to. But if you don't want to, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see if y'all can hear the beat. Yeah. Yep. One time, we in the building with my brother Jake. You know what I'm saying? Fro thizzle in the area like this. I spit gutter great for my big brother Jake. You ought to another to spit another flake. Fuck around like Dan's rough. Get scratched on the microphone. <laughs> 
Some when your man tough, you know, because the ribosome I'm put well together. Scientists upon the rhyme form, rhyme for sure for the time. The more that I explore, like that though, for sure it's Afro up in the mic. For sure, you know I represent black folk. Rhymes like that, get them like Mike could call me Marcus Garvey for sure. I'm off Audi like often so call me Tom Hardy. I'm that like movie geeks move for sure. Truly booty freaks who who do seek you see me in some movie screens like uh in auditions auditions omnipotent when I'm ripping. It, the gods gifted when I'm listening on uh, rhyme christened rhymes glistening I'm this and the times viscerous rhymes when I'm 2020 vision and get back before you get clapped just like one time rhymes you better sit on this track yo I had the woman lady and showed us you did be who did be beautiful while the novas mutual lately like that well I'm saying just to listen what rhymes is like tradition that knows this is carry one I'm glistening like yo it's glass Chardonnay, champagne, hard way, way, hard way with my rap grade. <laughs> with the truck. Who, too, dude, don't shoot snubs like that. Man, my <laughs> man. <laughs> Good looks on the freestyle, dog. Where can the people find your music now, man? Um, Right now, um, my band camp, I think, is my best way to get. I have all my projects up there. Um, all my like official ones, like the mixtapes. I got the Afro Polo up there. I got you know tales from the basement, Afro right. Doom. I got stuff like that. So my Bandcamp is my best place to to like directly support. But I also have YouTube. I got I, I'm I got some joints on Spotify. Okay. Um, but YouTube, yeah, m mainly those. Yeah. All right, man. Let me tell you, it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you on the Big Brother Jake podcast, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on, homie. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Hello, everybody. You're listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody. Yo, I mean, the kids spit a freestyle for the big homie right there. That was dope. My man just improvised, had a beat ready to go because I did not. And, uh, yo, shout out to Afro, All Flows Reach Out. Kid is sick. You know, he's been doing some shows up in the Pacific Northwest, up in Portland. And uh, he's going to make some noise, man. He's going to make some noise in this in this culture, in the culture, in this business. And look out for him. You heard him here first if you've never heard of him. But I've been following the guy for a while, and I love his music. So thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Next week, oh, man, I'm going to revisit my favorite holiday. <laughs> We are going to break down once again St. Valentine's Day. And, uh, yeah, I still hate it. And you're going to find out why. Not the same reasons, or maybe the same reasons, but I'm going to just talk about it anyway. So thanks for tuning in. You got that coming up next week, or maybe even later this week. Depends on how I feel about doing it. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all supporting. Again, soundcloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or tune in. Type in the keyword search the Big Brother Jake Podcast and you'll find the podcast. All right? So, until then, I thank you for listening. And I say to y'all, <clears throat> wait for it. Deuces! You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. 